0: All 3 Beards Media podcasts originate from the Gravitate co-working studio, sponsored by Revelton Distilling Company.
1: All right. Welcome back to In the Side of the Storm, where we talk all things cyclones. We are coming to you live from the Gravitate co-working studios and sponsored today by Revelton Distil- Distillery out of Osceola, Iowa. You know, eventually I'll get this opening uh, straight and, and clear <laughs> and clean. <laughs> I'm Dave Larson here with my storm team partner and cyclone great Marcus Fizer. Uh Hopefully we'll have Brent Curvey joining us here shortly. My- Marcus, how are you there in sunny
2: Las Vegas, and it's not too sunny. It's not too sunny. The, <laughs> the temperature has dropped out here. You know the, as you guys said, the very white voice is going. It's going in and out. It's just, you know, that time of year when when it nose dives, and I'm talking about you know seven to eight degrees. It's, you know, it, it was 49 the other day, and this this 49 is a different from when it's typically hot and the temperature drops to 49. So, man, it's a, it's a big difference when the, it's been cloudy. It's been cloudy the last couple of days. So the sun is not peeking through. And man, I'm telling you that little seven degrees. I know, I know to you guys, it's like, you know, 30 to 40 degrees difference of, of a temperature change for you to, to make a difference. But here, man, something small can change, you know, how everyone's feeling.
1: You know That's right. We're, we're probably time-dating this a little bit because today we received uh, anywhere between 10 and 12 inches of snow and have some zero-degree temperatures forecasted for the weekend. So um, don't really throw us you your bad. pity party with your 40-degree temperatures <laughs> <Because> <laughs> right? we're, not, we're just not having it today. All right. So since the last time, uh, yeah. I thought we could go ahead and, was- and put a bow on the on the football season, um, cyclones lost in the Liberty bowl against Memphis. Um, Marcus, we, in our last episode, we went through each of the new year's six bowls and along with the Liberty bowl, believe it or not. Uh, I did not get a commitment from you for the sugar bowl, but you went six and zero. congratulations on, on, on the bowl picks. I, I went appreciate. four and <laughs> three. I guess, come to Marcus Pfizer. <laughs> if you ever wanted to make bets, which probably makes sense since you're sitting there in Vegas and have all the insights on how these games are going to be played out in the future. Congratulations, Marcus.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 coming from someone who, who doesn't know how to bet at all, uh, I can tell you what a money line is, what a plus minus is, none of that. I have a lot of friends that you know, know and understand that, and so when they ask me questions about sports and games they they know i'm giving them the genuine answer about how i feel about the games because you know I, i'm not losing any money i don't have any money on the line so uh, man i get text messages all the time and then you know i'll get back to them 10 minutes 15 minutes later they like man i already put in the bet. <laughs> it's was like well my bad
1: <laughs> so as long as there's no money on the line marcus is your guy <laughs> For this bowl season, congratulations. And uh, since that time too, our, our friend Brock Purdy, uh, it was announced that he was named the Pro Bowl starter quarterback for the NFC. Congratulations to Brock. Um, And the 49ers find themselves as the the number one seed in the uh, NFC in the playoffs. So they get the bye week this week. Any predictions or early predictions, Marcus, since you're on that streak?
2: Any predictions on who goes to the Super Bowl? Oh. Um, my, my predictions of the Super Bowl are who going. Um, I I really like the Ravens. I, I've, I've liked them since early on in the season, early, early on in the season uh, through the ups and downs. I, I just really, really like Lamar Jackson. I think, you know, he doesn't get an, enough credit for what he does because of so many dynamic things that he that he that he does. So I don't think he gets enough credit. I think that team the defense is playing extremely well. Uh, this is the time of the season where you know teams play, you know, defenses show up and you just never know what's gonna happen. Um on the other side, you know, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of scared of that 49ers uh cowboys collision this time <laughs> you know I I I think you know the 49ers played them so well the first time they matched up that the second time, you know, it's once you see that opponent again, you know, it's it's, it's hard to be the an opponent twice in a year. And then once you've got this far and it's for all the marbles, uh, that's always going to be a dangerous game. But uh, contrary to a lot of belief of, you know, friends, family, uh, fans, or whatever, they think I'm not a Cowboys fan. I, you know, I root for, you know, uh, Dak. You know Dak is from um, Louisiana, North Louisiana, and uh, you know I want him to have success. I, I just want them to get to a point to where they have the success and get there, and just you know get past this. This is our year, every year thing.
1: Well, sometimes our best conversations are all, are offline, and we don't have the opportunity to have, <laughs> be on this show, but. I'm a Cowboys homer, and my first memory was in that 81 NFC Championship game. We all remember uh, Montana to Clark. Completely broke my heart because I was a huge Danny White fan, and I fully expected the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. That into that, that started the streak of the 49er Super Bowls and the Cowboy demise until the early 90s with Jimmy Johnson's arrival. So um, at this point, I don't trust the Cowboys yet, but – I would be happy if the Cowboys and Ravens made it. I would be happy with a, with 49ers as well. Again, Brock Purdy's our guy. So I uh would love to see him in the Super Bowl that that yeah. system quarterback that he that he is. Yeah,
2: you 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 will be the anomaly for a Cowboys fan <laughs> to um <laughs> to say you don't trust them. Um, but expect them to win each and every game every time they step out on on the field. Um but like, like I said, I you know, I want them to have that success. Um, you're one of the rare people uh, that was alive the last time that they won. <laughs> you know, my my oldest son, my oldest son is 25 years old, and, and he's a die-hard Cowboys fan. And I tell him, I said, son, you wasn't even living when the last time you guys won the championship. So, you know, X I I don't match, know
1: what so. to make of that comment about being alive. Thank you. that hurts. My <laughs> Ouch. Ray <laughs> Curvey, big play. How are you? I'm good. Hey, it's been, Fellas, it's been a How while.
3: are you? How are you? How are you? Happy New Year's and all the fun. Stuff. You've had what some what uh, what
1: recent announcements in your household. Congratulations. I
3: appreciate it, man. Appreciate Would you like to share
1: the, the the news with the audience?
3: Oh, just you know a little bit. Uh, the the son committed to uh Kansas. So, I guess I have to say rock chalk only when I'm in Lawrence, Kansas. Any That's other right. time, it'll be you know,
2: the <laughs> Cyclone
3: Nation, you know, on this side. But yeah, man. So I don't have to pay for school. So I'm <laughs> more importantly, <laughs> okay. all so there, there was a great article that was,
0: yeah,
1: there was a great article in the in the Register that outlined Malachi's decision and thought process behind it. You know, from a from a dad's perspective, you know, I I know your heart where your heart is with Iowa State, but. Um, how what was it like to go through these steps with your son and trying to identify what was the best fit and where he wanted to go, having that little bias on that shoulder of Iowa State?
3: I mean, it was just it's one of those things where, um, you know, obviously I went through it a long time ago, but still had some experience about it and still got a lot of friends that coach and um so you know, just just kind of gathering knowledge along the way and just passing it on to him so that he understands ultimately it's up to him to kind of build his own legacy. So you know, I, you know, I had my time I always say, and I'm sure Marcus, you'll attest to this, you know, going to, to AAU tournaments. And you see a lot of parents that are, you know, mm-hmm. acting crazy at, at their kids at 19 years old, about how they're going to the NBA, mm-hmm. they're going to do all these things. But I just always said, I don't, I don't want to be the dad that lives vicariously through their kids. Like I had a great career. <laughs> I have my own little pro career, so I'm I'm good. So whatever my kids do, that's on them. And I just want to make sure I'm a big supporter of it. So that was just kind of the mindset was, you know, at the end of the day, it's you that has to spend the time there. Um, you know, we're, we're just going to watch out for what's real and what's not. You know, taught them all about car salesmen and the BS that comes along with it. But, you know, get the genuine conversation, the guys that ask really ask questions about you, what's going on with you, Uh, your family the whole nine and that's where he found a home in Kansas and you know I I second his decision it was a it was a good decision I think it's the best fit for him
1: well again congratulations we're really happy for you we're happy for Malachi and and for your family and and that he's found that fit and uh we can cheer him on just not when they play the Cyclones
3: that's it that's it so I said I gotta (laughs) find somebody to make me one of those split jerseys because I still got to Still got to represent my Iowa State stuff, but <laughs> so anybody
1: listening or, or or watching that wants to put together a split KU Iowa State jersey,
3: all pick for you it. up, right? All four. It. That's it.
1: So we we're just getting started. Um, we we're talking a little bit about the trying to put a bow on the Iowa State football season. What grade? What letter grade do you put on this season? You know, we the, the team went through a lot this year in terms of the all of the sports betting and the allegations and injuries and not knowing who was going to play. And uh, that early loss to Ohio ultimately turned it around, ended up in the Liberty bowl while the game itself didn't turn out quite like we would have hoped we were, we had lost a couple of players due to uh, one in particular was uh, due to the, the sitting out for the draft. What letter grade would you guys put on this? Uh, This cycle and football season?
3: I mean, I give them a B. uh, Given all the, you know, we had a lot of Mm -hmm. really good things happen and we had some adversities happen early on. Um, Like I said early on, they had to get the guys a a little bit of time to kind of get used to the game, uh, the flow of the game and all of that stuff. And I think they showed a lot of upside. So I personally give them a B. How about you, Marcus?
2: Well, I I would say, a solid C, C plus, B minus. Uh, I think, you know, had we not lost so many guys, you know, to the reasons of sitting out and things like that, and we would have had a better um, showing in the Liberty Bowl, that could have been a solid B, B plus, um, you know, to what we rebounded from at the beginning of the year, but, you know, not to get that victory, you know, I'm I'm not going to lie, you know, really, really hurt. I, you know, I tuned in and we were down big and I was like, oh man, this is not what I expected. So, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, to not get that one in, you know, at the at the, the end of, you know, this season was was very heartbreaking.
1: Uh, would a win in that Liberty Bowl change your grades at all?
2: Yes, I mean, I, yeah, I just yes, kinda, I mean, because that's to, to me that's a, that's the cap off to the season. I
3: mean, I think for me, I would have kept it the same because I don't know the bowl game now. It's, it's so different. Um, just how guys do the bowl stuff. You know, back, again, when I played, everybody played. Mm-hmm. So you were always a full strength no matter what. And Now it's like so many teams don't dress guys. A lot of the red shirt freshmen play, you know, from opposite teams and stuff. So I don't know. Obviously, I would have liked to have seen a better showing, but at the end of the day, it's kind of the – that's how everybody is. Unless you're in the playoffs, the kids are just along for the ride now, yeah. you know what I mean, in the ball game. Yeah, yeah. So.
1: I'll be interested to see how everything plays out. Yeah, I noticed that too. It'll be interesting next year to see how things uh, play out in terms of the 12 uh, game or the 12 team playoff and what teams are going to be asked to play. I'm really curious as to how the Pac 12 is going to play out because technically, I believe that the Pac 12, those two teams, Washington State and Oregon State, can still represent the Pac 12 in whatever seeding comes into play. Uh, they've got a two-year window to get themselves back up to eight or ten teams in order to keep that rel- relevancy. So I, I'm, all eyes are going to be on, I, I think, the NCAA football. Then EA Sports comes out with their gaming, I think, in 2025. I saw some scuttle last night mm-hmm. on Twitter that wouldn't be something if they released NCAA 2024 Immediately following the game last night with Michigan um, versus Washington, I think that would have been a lot of fun. So yeah, that would
2: next, have been a money maker. Yeah, no
1: doubt know, about it. I've been jumping in. I've been jumping in. That would have Cuvet been a back, back into the defensive line. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Only on the video game. That's the
3: only that's place. Right. Marcus have been my tight <laughs> end for sure. <laughs> that's
1: it.
2: So hey, week, hey, put sir, put me in, coach. <laughs>
1: Next, uh, next year's home schedule, we've got Baylor, Kansas State, Texas Tech, Cincinnati, UCF, which I think that's a game for me I'll be really looking forward to. Uh, and then big 12 games on the road. We play Houston, Utah, Kansas, and West Virginia, of course, um, the three early games. Uh, North Dakota, uh, who we've played before. We've, we've actually struggled with them, I think, a couple of years ago. Uh, that team out east, and then Arkansas State rounds out the the pre Big Twelve schedule. So, looking forward to that one. Uh, since we last spoke to the women's team, uh, Bill Fett, Coach Fennelly, uh, six hundred wins at Iowa State. There's <coughs> him, there a lot of uh, a lot of activity on Twitter. Pretty much all the players seem like they just love Coach Fennelly and what he's done, and you know, I think we all have. They had literally a hundred people at their first game or at his first game. And now they are filling Hilton Coliseum for, for most of the women's games. Addie Brown has just stepped up as a freshman. She it's hard to believe that she's just a freshman. And now the women are three and zero on the season. I'm not sure if you guys have caught it, but uh, boy, if you haven't, women's team are must see TV. They're a lot of fun to watch. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They, they, they've been like that for years and, and, you know, everyone knows, I've said it before, he's definitely, to me, the, the GOAT coach of Iowa State athletics. Um, He – I told him, and I've said before, like, he made me better as a player, and he didn't even coach mm. me, you know, just how good our women's team was and, and wanted to be able to represent Iowa State uh, men's basketball as the women – uh, teams were representing Iowa State uh, basketball. It made me want to want to be better. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't be, you know, your counterparts in basketball can't be so much better than you, and you're not competing. Also, so literally, you know, he made me be better as a player to want to elevate to the level of what he had our women's basketball teams to. And I mean, I owe for for a de facto coach of mine. I owe a, a, a gratitude of respect and thankfulness to uh, Coach Feeling without a doubt.
1: Men's team are also off to a promising start. So, uh, as of tonight, they're playing Houston and Hilton. And so, no, uh, we're not going to let the cat out of the bag of what's going on, but it's it's currently going on. So, put that on pause while you watch or listen to In the Side of the Storm. Uh, men are 11 and 3 lost to Oklahoma over the weekend. Uh, did you, Brent, did you see anything in terms of scheme or um, I- anything within the offense or defense side of the ball that gives you some optimism for the for the remaining Big 12 schedule?
3: Man, I'd be lying if I told you I've been paying attention to anything because I've been heavily <laughs> medicated. <laughs> I had my hip replaced, I'm going to tell you right now. Just, Ooh. I'm, I'm glad I'm oh, here. Wow. But That's a big news. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of in and out of man, things. Man. You know what I'm saying? So I can't knows. say I followed a ton of uh, a ton of sports. I kind of pop in when I can, but yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm right now. I'm terrible. Anything pre-Christmas, all about yeah. it. After it, I don't have much in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie oh, to Yeah, you, speed with, you with that, bro. Yeah,
2: I, man. I, I've heard. I've heard that's a pretty big deal. I, I had one of my uh, co-workers who. Uh, played basketball in Indiana, played some pro ball and things overseas. He's uh, a couple years older than me, about 10 to 11 years older than me. He had both of his hips redone. Mm. Uh, but mm-hmm. he but he said that, you know, just like Shannon Sharp, he was like, man, what's this done? You know, yeah. it's like the best thing ever. But he said, like, it was pretty tough, you know, going on initially. Yeah, yeah just trying to I'm, – I'm
3: moving around fine. I called myself trying to work, and I ended up – I left my front door locked at my shop. That just goes to mm. show sure how mentally out of it I've been. Been trying to, mm. you know, lock up, do everything, thinking I can do everything. But, you know, pain kicks in and you forget a lot of stuff. So. Right. <laughs> what's that,
1: so, Brent, what's that surgery like and uh, the recovery like then? Do they get you up pretty much right away then to, to get you active and get the blood flowing?
3: Yeah, yeah, there's no such thing as free coaches, collages, Chris. You're tripping. We got to keep the doors open. But uh <laughs>
1: you know, everybody's be by at night now, trying that door to see if they That's can get it and grab some food. Yeah, I
3: won't make that mistake again, but yeah, they, they get you up right away. Um, you know, I did a I think they did a spinal anesthesia and a lady was talking to me she said you ought to feel like you had a good cocktail. I was like, ooh, yeah, I do. And then I don't remember anything else after <laughs> like that but uh wow it it was you know it was good man been upright and moving and um progressing pretty well it's like a six week recovery um kind of did a basically did incision on the front instead of the side which is kind of the traditional way which is a little older took a little longer to recover um this front side is a lot quicker so i think i'm moving around pretty good now um but it's just uh got to remind myself to slow down because um i work a lot and i'm always on the go so having to walk really slow and do things you know it's it's a learning
1: process Especially now <laughs> learning with, that process. with that snow and ice i bet you look out at that and think i'm not touching that
3: man i was actually shoving the driveway uh not too long ago so it's wow. part of the reason i'm a little late mm-hmm. I just you know really slow <laughs> Took my, time. my mom would let me do it on my own so she was outside with me uh Shoveling snow, she shouldn't. She's a Texas lady, so she's not too fond of it. But she she'll get out there and get her
1: hands dirty here and there. (laughs) Good job, mom, Marcus. Anything you've seen out of the in that loss to Oklahoma, and uh, even yet uh, this thus far through the season?
2: Uh, I missed that Oklahoma game. Um, Don't don't necessarily know why I did. I just I don't know. Probably wasn't focused or thinking about. I don't know. It may, it may have been football games that I was focused <laughs> on. <Yeah. laughs> um, hey, we we know we know it's my favorite, but uh, I, so so that's actually new to me that they lost that game. But you know, the Houston game is on now. You know, Marcus Junior is over here watching it. I'm I'm peeping, looking at it every once in a while. So <laughs> definitely looking forward to getting to the rest of that. But um, you know, we we've. This is the first real, real test that, you know, losing to Oklahoma was a test, and obviously we failed that one. So this game right here is definitely going to be the next one. And it's going to formulate, you know, how the rest of the season is going to go. So uh, I'm excited to see what happens.
1: Well, it's pretty clear that uh, TJ, you know, we we talked a little bit about this before, that he's been tweaking and, and playing around with different, players just to see what his lineups are going to look like. And it seems like he's got his rotation for the most part set and, um, having Hassan Ward back has been, and I know Marcus, you you love those big guys. So, um, having him back, I think is going to make a, a difference and against Oklahoma, we struggled really, uh, just making shots, uh, perimeter defense probably was not as strong as I think TJ would have liked to have seen, but, um, I think if we can make some mm-hmm. knock down some shots and and thus far, even against Houston, what I saw early, we were making those shots and, um, and cranked up the defense. And that's always a recipe for success at Hilton Coliseum. Yeah, was was definitely like big, big
2: for bias. For yeah, definitely big, big bias. Uh, Trey King for MVP for president yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my young fellow, but, uh, but definitely, cauc- you know, you're, it,
1: you're caucusing next week for Trey <laughs> King for, for president, it's, too. Huh? It's um,
2: you know, it's, it starts with the interior. It starts with, you know, bottling on up the middle. Uh, anytime teams can, you know, everyone wants to get middle because it caused havoc. So if you can't protect that paint, limit them to one shot, you know, no middle, stop them from getting inside of the paint. Then there's going to be a lot of problems. So that's that's the biggest thing, you know, dealing with the bigs and, you know, it starts off off front with the guards, but, you know, us bigs have to be, you know, the last line of bar- uh, barrier to protect the rim. And like I said, limit them to one shot, get it off the rim and go.
1: Well, and turnovers seem to be the big piece for Iowa state as well. And, and that defensive pressure and we didn't have quite as many turnovers forced against Oklahoma uh, tonight against Houston by halftime, we had forced 12 turnovers and, Houston doesn't really turn over the ball, so that that was obviously good to see. Um, one question I guess I have for you and, and Brent, maybe you could go first. But from a scorer perspective, I, you know, we seem to have scores around the court, and they all do things a little bit differently. But do we have that go-to guy that you just need a bucket that just to stop a drought or in a key moment of the game? Do we have that one-on-one? player that could do that. I i don't know that we do necessarily. I think we've got a bunch of teams that can't or a bunch of players that can score. I don't know that we have that go-to assassin. I, I trust Tame and Lipsy with the ball to get it to somebody. I just don't know that I, who that person is that you give it to at the top of the key that will score from a consistent standpoint. Well,
2: me personally, for you know, four and a half, five years coaching against Keyshawn Gilbert here in Las Vegas. You know, I, I saw a lot of early flashes of him being able to do that. Um, I don't know if it's a different role for him at Iowa State. Um, if that's something that he has to progress into at Iowa State. But, you know, the kid has been an assassin for years here. Um, tormenting, you know, the AU teams that I've coached. Um, so, I've known him since, you know, he was in, you know, six, seven, eight grade. So he, him and it's, he got an older brother that uh, played with him as well. And they've always been tough kids. And, um, you know, he he shows flashes of of what he can do. Uh, He played at, you know, UNLV, which is, you know, a smaller program than what Iowa State is. So maybe the roles are a little bit different and maybe he's getting comfortable with, you know, progressing on to that. So, um, I'm looking forward to him doing some of the things that I've seen him do uh, as a kid. And, you know, hopefully in the Big 12 uh, tournament uh, championship, I mean, in the Big 12 uh, conference, once that began, he'll be be able to get more opportunities and looks for that. You kind of see
3: Lipsy always come alive in kind of bigger games, but I just don't know if he's the guy that just right now we need a bucket. Let's go. All right, go, go fill it up. I just don't. I don't know if he's that, that guy yet, but um, from the outside looking in, it kind of seems like we need that that guy. I, I don't know who that is yet. And I think that's because they're young in spots. They're still trying to figure out who that go-to person is.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I like a lot of the players. There seems to be a lot of pieces of the puzzle that can get the job done. It's just that in prior years, we've, we've, we have that one guy that, you give the ball to and get out of the way they're going to mm-hmm. they're going to take it to the rim they're going to shoot it and score and you can count on that i i'm just we either don't have that person yet or we just haven't seen that develop for this particular team and as we know watching teams just whether it's football basketball baseball whatever it is sometimes it takes some time to gel and for each person to take on that role and accept that and everyone to become comfortable with it so hopefully we will see that here shortly so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, hear a word from our sponsor, from Revelton Distillery.
0: Why take the best corn in the world and make it into fuel when you could make it into whiskey? That's the question that launched Revelton, Iowa's most visible and fastest growing distillery. Owners Rob and Christy Taylor embrace the grain-to-glass philosophy, sourcing ingredients locally and overseeing on-premises production and bottling at their facility in Osceola. One sip, and you'll agree that Revelton's handcrafted whiskies, gins, and vodkas are the best you've ever tasted. And with the launch of their rye whiskey, made with 100% Iowa-grown rye and corn, and their new bourbon coming soon, there's more Revelton to love than ever. Iowa's own Revelton Distillery. ReveltonDistillery.com The great thing about working from home is working from home. The worst thing is working from home, especially for face-to-face collaborations with customers and co-workers. And let's face it, coffee shop meetings are neither private nor professional. So skip the trip to Starbs and investigate Gravitate co-working space. For more than 10 years, Gravitate has provided large and small office and conference spaces perfect for hosting meetings, workshops, or other events, as well as private phone booths for confidential conversations. Plus, all spaces include secure fiber internet, free coffee, and access to a kitchenette. All you need is your laptop. Gravitate does the rest. And renting space at Gravitate is surprisingly affordable. An hour of office space costs about the same as venti caramel macchiatos and breakfast sandwiches for two. Daily and monthly rates are also available with no long-term commitment. Learn more at gravitatecoworking.com. That's gravitatecoworking.com
1: all right welcome back you know it's we certainly appreciate our sponsors it's important to have uh, them supporting us and and so we want to support them and as you're out and about uh, getting your winter weather gear in, in in place consider stopping by and grabbing that bottle or two of revelton to get you through i think we've got another mini storm coming through on friday so here in the next day or so make sure you stop out to your local grocer and if they don't have Revelton, ask for it. I know when uh, Chris and I were down in Memphis, we were doing some sampling and uh, and asked for some folks to um, don't forget about Revelton and their local stores, wherever they are coming from. Uh, Brent and Marcus, question for you, and I think uh, this actually came up on the broadcast tonight uh, against Houston, but of uh, the following point guards, and Marcus, I'm not going to let you choose Mar- uh, Jamal Tinsley, but... We've had some really good point guards run the show at Iowa State. So, of these five point guards, who's the one that you would choose to start a team with? Okay. So, we got Jeff Hornacek, who took the Cyclones to the Sweet 16, uh, had a long NBA career as well, and even coached in the NBA. Uh, Jamal Tinsley, of course. Marcus, you're not allowed to choose Jamal, though. (laughs) Monte Morris, Tyrese Halliburton, and then Taman Lipsy, who is off to a good start. Last year, I think he, believe it or not, he only scored, he made five three-point shots, and I think already this season he, he he shot and made twenty-two. So he's off to a a much better start this year than he than he did last year. So of those five point guards, Brent, do you have uh, one that you would start your All Iowa State Cyclone basketball team with?
3: um uh i don't know i i well i'll say i personally watched a lot of iowa state basketball when uh monte was there so i'd probably have to go monte um yeah i'll go monte but i mean i really like what halliburton did too but i yeah i go i go monte all
1: right marcus I deliberately told you not to pick Jamal because I, <laughs> I am pretty certain you would pick him anyway, because he was a teammate and, and he did a lot for your team. Uh, so, of the remaining of Hornacek, Morris, Halliburton, and Lipsy, who who would you then choose?
2: Uh, I probably would go with um, monte Tins. I mean, Monte <laughs> Morris. <also>. Tins. Amonte- <laughs> just, just the things that he did. <laughs> <laughs> the things the things that he did at Iowa State, um, you know, just the poise that he had, you know, you know his assist to turnover ratio, you know, having having that guy out on the floor that you uh could trust that was gonna, you know, make the right play. You know, guard play is very, very important. Um get you into the defense as well as the offense. You know, that's the most important thing that a lot of people don't understand. It's not a, it's not about just running the ball club on the offensive end, it's about running the ball club on both ends of the court. And um, just his his poise, you know, I would have loved to, you know, play with him if it wasn't Jamal Tinsley and, uh, you know, just be the recipient of a lot of those passes that he was making. And just knowing that, you know, when my back is turned to him because I'm sitting the screen or something like that, it's not going to be a turnover. Uh, we see a lot of it in that's um, that he's learning. Um, and it's it's not even about being a superstar or anything like that, you know, as loosely as we throw that word around. Um, it's about being solid, you know, um, just being a solid point guard. You know, you have different facets of point guards. Um, you know, everybody want to be the D. Rose type, super flashy, and John Moran. Everybody, everyone doesn't have that. Um, and a lot of times that doesn't work out for running the ball club. You, you got to have that Jock Vaughn type. A point guard, uh, uh, Mateen Cleaves type point guard, mm. Monte Morris type point mm-hmm. guard that's that you're going to be able to have that real adult out there that's going to run the ball club. And, um, you know, Tatum came in with a lot, a lot of maturity. I was, I was extremely surprised, um, how he's progressed since his freshman year. But, uh, to me, on that list, if you know, my general is going to be eliminated, it would be Monte Morris.
1: You know, I would agree. Monte and Taman, Taman's career seems to be very similar to Monte. I, I remember watching Monte his freshman year. He'd get the ball out the top of the key, and you were waiting for him to shoot, and he would not shoot it. And I thought, what What are you doing? And But by that fourth year, he developed so much that – and what I loved about him is he didn't have to score 20 points a game. Mm-hmm. If you needed him to score 20, he would score 20. But more importantly, he would never turn the ball over. He'd get the ball in the right hands. And he was just that field general that you trusted with the ball and with the game on the line. And you you can't put a price on that. And um, Hornacek was more of a scorer. Jamal had all the tools, too. I mean, let's he, he could score and break it down. Uh, and he had some great talent around him as well. Um, and Monte's team, they had a lot of – George was on that team, and, you know, uh, Babb was on that. You know, they had a lot of good, mm-hmm. fun players that th- those teams were enjoyable to watch and made you know, right. some NCAA tournaments. And Halliburton, I don't know that his career was ever finished because what well, was, I think, a two-year window that he was in Ames. Yeah. yeah. And one of those seasons yeah. he was injured for part of it. So <laughs> it was almost an incomplete thought. Obviously, he's taken off with the NBA and, and is a yeah. top getter for the uh, NBA All-Star game. And he's having a phenomenal breakout season this year. But I don't know that the college version I would pick over the other guys. Uh, but in and, and seems to be on yeah. the trajectory. On
2: yeah. Yeah. You know, not to take anything away from Tyrese, you know, because he's he's more of that prototypical NBA point guard. You know, he's six four, six, five, real long, tall, you know, can see over uh the defense. You can't get the ball from him. He can make those passes. And the NBA it's is so much easier compared to college in terms of defensive schemes where you can go, where you can dribble the ball to, you you definitely got better shooters. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you you pass the ball out, you you know, majority of the time it's going to be a basket if you got good shooters on wings and stuff like that so that really really helps a lot he's older you know that maturity progressing and things like that Um his game is more suitable for the NBA and that's why it was a high draft pick and uh it's, it's been translated right now
1: alright well I think Go that game, puts a, a wrap on this episode of In the Side of the Storm Happy New Year I, I forgot to say that to, to both of you can we still say Happy New Year? Happy New Year, Happy New Year. I Happy New Year, Happy New year
2: okay. hey. Can yeah. Get away
3: from that. Can nah. we
1: get away
2: with that? I, I've I've done a pretty good job. I've done a pretty good job in putting twenty four on dates this year. There you year. go. <laughs> <laughs> and not, not writing twenty
3: three. You know. Wait, typically so you guys it's, get all over me for being you. the
1: old guy. Are you the one writing checks still? Writing
2: <laughs> <to> checks. <laughs> no, I can tell you. The last time, me and my wife had checks. Nah, we eat this. No, there's checks yeah, now. I hope not. No, nah, I don't, I don't. You gotta pay for checks too. <laughs> right. You really do.
3: Yeah,
1: I think you do. I think we're all online. So yeah. Brett Marcus, good to see you. We'll see everyone next week. Uh thanks everyone again. Get out and support Gravitate Co-Working and our friends at Rebelton Distillery who continue to grow and expand and come out with some new products. Uh we've got some additional shows coming up tomorrow night. In particular, we've got another edition of Old Man Strength. And for those of you who um, are love those Cyclones, former Iowa State running back Mike Warren who is going to be the uh, the uh, guest on that show. So hope everyone can join uh, Three Beards Media for Old Man Strength tomorrow night. And uh, Brandon Marcus, we will see you next week for another edition of In the Side of the Storm. Peace.